All right, you guys, welcome back to the Diggy A2 podcast. The king and queen are on the throne today. Uh, lots of great things to celebrate right now. We want to just first say thank you to all the listeners, followers, supporters that are pushing us uh, as far as we can go with this platform. Uh, we are just truly blessed, and we are super, super excited today for Onyx. I so, so excited. In fact, yo, I got, I got, I got my Timberland boots on. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. I busted out the Timberlands for this one, babe. I busted out the Timberland no, boots. You, you don't know what I'm talking about the stomp out Tims. <laughs> Paying homage to Onyx. Uh, yo, I'm so excited, man. But on the real, like, thank you guys for all your love and support. We truly appreciate it. And I'm going to pass the mic over to the queen real quick so she can say a little bit to the people. Babe, we talk to the folks. First off, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to all our subscribers. Thank you to all our followers. Thank you to just everyone who's been genuine and supported us from day zero when we was just beginning on a wish and moving forward. The journey has not stopped. The Diggy journey continues and we want y'all all to tap in and continue and grow with us and contribute to the culture. And I'm a highly appreciative on that note. I'm gonna turn it back to the king himself. It's his platform. <laughs> all right, so once again, uh, we have another special guest to hang out with us. Uh, and that is Mr. William James Boyd for, I don't know, what is this, like the, the 50th time this brother's been on the show? I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's bring in Boyd here with us. So let me bring him on in. And uh, brother, are you, are you in with us? All right, there you go. Yes, indeed. All yes, right. Indeed. So, Boyd, uh, what's been going on, man? How are you, sir? How are you? How are you doing tonight, man? Man, I'm blessed, highly favored, and I am in damn good spirits, man. I'm, I mean, life is, life is wonderful, man. Um, I'm blessed with my health, blessed with employment, you know what I'm saying? And I'm blessed, you know what I'm saying, to be here on this program with my little brother, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, me, Hermanita, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's love. It's love, man. It's love. Yeah, man. We, we always appreciate you, man. And we could not have done this without you. And I'm sure our listeners and our followers, supporters know all this, uh, know you very well by now. So thank you, good sir, for joining us this evening. And uh, we're going to be talking about the iconic Onyx in here in episode four of season two. Uh, yes. So let me run down uh, a little bit of the backstory, then we'll jump into their impact uh, mm -hmm. for season two. So uh, Onyx was with, <laughs> they're with uh, four members, Fetal Star, uh, Sticky Fingers, Suave, and Big DS. Uh, rest in peace to Big DS, who passed away back in 2003 from cancer. Uh, so the two albums that we're going to focus on for this time period of The Shift uh, is Back the Fuck Up, which was in March of 1993. Platinum yep. Film album uh, won the 1994 Soul Train Award for Best Hip Hop Album and is also yep. one of the 100 Best Albums from the Source magazine. Uh, lots of hits off of there. Throw Your Guns, Slam, Shifty, Onyx is here. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I remember the, the opening, the whatever the opening of the, the album is. Back uh, the yeah. fuck up, you better Onyx back. Is, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's just coming out yeah. raw. They're coming out raw. A bit. So they're coming out swinging out the gate. Uh, and then their second album, All We Got Is Us, which is outside mm -hmm. of the shift era that we're talking about, was released in yes. October 95. However... Um, it was significant to the culture and just more broadened their production value and brought in just more of the sampling styles that they had. Uh, yeah. Some of the hits off of there is just a seamless amount of hits. Um, the one that stands out the most of what they're most known for is probably The Last Days, 
because mm-hmm. that instrumental was on Eight Mile when uh, Rabbit was battling uh, Lotto, one of my favorite battles in that exactly. in that movie. So, yep. <laughs> so yeah, do your homework yeah. on that. If y'all know where that beat came from, that was uh, giving paying homage back to Onyx. Exactly. Uh, so that is what we have here. Both of our albums were three and a half mics from the source. So the source didn't give them a lot of love. However, they yeah. made the list for the shift because mm-hmm. of their impact to hip hop. It is solidified. And that is why we are here today, uh, Lady and Jen. So well, let's go ahead and jump into the discussion. Once again, welcome uh, all of our listeners and followers right now. We're going to have a short discussion about the importance of Onyx. And uh, we're going to jump right into it here. And I'm going to pass the first question over to the Queen herself, Her Royal Highness here. Uh, and babe, I want to talk about a little bit about what is your... And what is your take on Onyx and their significance to hip-hop? And on top of that, so their their significance to hip-hop, and on top of that, what did it mean as a New Yorker listening to hip-hop during that time? I guess the first thing I'm going to have to be like is, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to respect the fact that Onyx came out with it. Because if anyone wants to go and look them up, anyone and everyone knows you know what I'm saying they come real with it if you know what I'm saying (laughs) so if you don't know now you know coming from Brooklyn I lived in Queens for a hot minute in that era I'm gonna tell you right now the Queen was not the Queen the Queen was still a female but I was a tomboy I had the Tims Jan Sports were in but when Onyx came out it's like my life shifted Who's going got or get got? Onyx was so impactful that it just changed everything from one day to the other. And for me personally speaking, I know where in my Tim's you was never too far from my hand because I promise you I would stomp my foot down. That's how impactful Onyx was everywhere across all boroughs. That's what's up. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well articulated, babe. And I'm passing my go over to William James as well. So, boys, same question, but a little bit of a twist. So, talk about Onyx and their impact uh, to hip-hop. But on top of that, though, uh, when we talk about their impact to the culture, What do you, how do they shift the culture? So, we also talk this whole season two is about the shift. Onyx definitely turned hip-hop uh, down the right turn. So, uh, yeah. what was their impact and what was their significance of the shift in hip-hop with their music and their style? First off, I want to say uh, the source dropped the ball twice, but you know, it, it, it's it's nothing it new. It did say that they were the well, back the fuck up. Did give them uh, on the top 100, but it's didn't give yeah. them the. Yeah. I think I think it's, but, you know the source is one of those things where you know where it they they don't recognize it when you first drop, then they go back and then exactly. they like, oh man, we dropped the ball on that. So yeah, so I think this it's was funny that you say that because that feeds directly into you know saying their the, the overall impact because a lot of people are like. I, uh, 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 what, huh? This is okay. I'm feeling this, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they didn't know how to accept it. So, um, little known fact, uh, one of the first concerts LL was, was going to go on stage and they had him in some cowboy boots until your boy was like, hold, hold on, hold on, fam. Nah, 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 nah. You ain't going out there in cowboy boots. So when Onyx dropped, you have to understand you had Cypress Hill out, you had DOS effects, you know, um, uh, who else was out there that was hot? There were, there were a lot of cats out at that time. You know what I'm saying? It's the 90s. So, I mean, they were blowing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You had Big Squad. So, Onyx came out with that mentality. I don't give a damn who you are. It wasn't on no beef stuff, but they were like, we're coming for that. 
See what I'm saying? Yeah. So Onyx came out with that testosterone filled uh, slam, like uh, hip hop slam dance type of thing. Yeah. And the funny thing is, when they first, because a lot of people, you know, they they see the rags the richest story, okay? But Fredro, Fredro was making paper before. Yeah, yes. it's fact. It's fact. It's but fact. he was making it legally. Yeah. Legally. And his cousin, you know what I'm saying, Kirk Jones, you know, AKA, he used to be, um, I think they called him Topa, I think his name was, or something like that. He had a different name. And uh, the funny thing was, um, the other two cats could not make it because Fredro started the group. Right. Uh, Sticky Fingers wasn't Sticky Fingers at the time, but he was on his own. Yep. And uh, they, they they weren't able to get to the studio, so they were like, hey, send, send your cousin over, you know what I'm saying, y'all make some songs. Without that, without those two songs that they made, because one of them was um, stick them up, stick them up, yeah, 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 yeah. stick them up, and there was another one. Jam Master J was so impressed with those, he was like, I want twelve songs like that because the other songs that he had, you know, I'm saying was suave and 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 oh boy, they were like, nah, nah, I want none of that. Yeah. Uh, When Onyx came out, Onyx was because you know you had your DMXs and everything and that aggressive type of thing, but it was more, it was it was more film noir to like Onyx. Onyx was more like a, a freaking Claymore mine. Yeah. Because nobody sounded like them. There was nothing like it. You could probably compare them to this person and that person, but they were wild, grimy, aggressive. And at the time, the focal point was Sticky Fingers. You know what I'm saying? But it was new. It was new. You have to understand, these guys, when they came out, shortly after, it was such a zeitgeist that they were on the Judgment Night soundtrack. Judgment Night soundtrack for you fans. If you if you like rock and you like rap, I'm t- the, that's one of the perfect. Yes, sir. Features. Yes, sir. They, they yes, predated Lip Biscuit and and uh, Lincoln Park by decades. Anyway, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, one of the one of the biggest joints, and a lot of people may not you know get into it, but um, uh, they had a song with Biohazard. You know what I'm saying on that on that track, and it yeah. is just. Onyx and Biohazard, man, it was called. As a matter of fact, it was the Judgment Night. It was the title track. Right, right. It was so big that they were like, okay, we're gonna put you with with Biohazard. They were they were doing all sorts of stuff, man. They even had um, they had. I want to say they had a cartoon. I might be mistaken. Onyx but, or Biohazard? I think it was Onyx. It was not a cartoon. It was um, maybe a comic book or that was it. It was a comic book. Yeah, I think it was a comic book. Yeah. Called Marvel music and it was short-lived. They had this thing where it was a post-apocalyptic thing and and, and they gathered everybody and got these freedom fighters and everything's crazy. I had the book, but it got lost. Onyx Somebody done stole your stuff. (laughs) I know, right? Don't don't worry, fam. I'm gonna throw my guns in the air. I'm gonna get them. No, it was like you just don't care. Yo, yo, we appreciate it, man. So With that in mind, I want to talk a little bit about the group themselves. So I'm passing this back over to the queen and queen or babe, a queen, babe. I don't know. It was one of the two, right? The queen so, is fine. The queen I is fine. Okay. Queen. So how, let's talk about Sticky Fingers for a second. So when we heard Sticky Fingers come onto the track, I think the track just like has a, he takes it to a, like another level. So what do you think your impact is to Sticky Fingers and to Onyx particularly? Because I think they would have been fine. Fredro was was dope. The other gentleman, uh, Suave, I like Suave too. But it was something about when Sticky Fingers was on the track. Like, you was like, 
yes like this is this is like mm -hmm. like the, the high point or just some his style was just a little bit different than uh than the rest of his uh his is you know his his homies there so what about that uh babe with their sticky fingers impact on the track so with sticky fingers impact on the track that's where you got that grimy that's where you got the logo the mean now what you call mean mugging because that's just how they're look that was the face i'm grimy i'm mean mugging you know and it's just like you see you see what i'm saying right there that is exactly the epitome of mean mugging onyx but it wasn't that they were mean mugging you it was they were raw they came they stood for what? I'm going to pass it to you. USG means what, Keith? <laughs> United States ghetto. <laughs> My point exactly. I'm just saying. So they came out with that. And you know what I'm saying? That They killed it so much that it was so raw and so uncut that it didn't matter. There was no Bronx against Brooklyn. No Queens against uh, the, the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Onyx solidified everybody, and what I will say is, on that other album, not back the fuck up, but on the other one, oh, uh, there is a song on there, yeah, yeah, All We Got Is Us, is yeah. Mention, and y'all go ahead, tap into that song, Mention, and I know maybe some people might be, they have to kind of take time and listen, but I'll dissect it for you from a woman coming from that era, from a woman swearing to stomp out Tim's. They were mentioning themselves, them same people where they came from. And he brought it raw. He brought it and he made sure they said, Humple, hey, we mentioning you. You selling that dime over there. We mentioning you. You struggling with that last carrot in your pocket. We mentioning you. Another track on there with New York. They went ahead and brought all the boroughs up. They were shouting out every single borough, Upper West Side of Manhattan. Yeah. You don't see that much coming from new york east coast hip-hop to me that is where sticky fingers really put the stamp solidified it and brought it all together i think that's a good point um i what i also want to go on top of that was the, the sound from the first album to the second album uh most of the first album was produced by jam master j they were on jam j records was was a subsidiary of def jam and they wanted to go into a certain direction so just to, to boy's point if you all don't know they had finished the album and then they were like hey we need a we need a radio friendly song right we need we need something else to complete the album the album was already done and they were like all right bet let's go back in the lab they they, they made slam in like in a couple of days and then okay. slam just took off it was the last song on the album so we the rest of the album was done and then they brought slam in and they didn't even know or even think that slam was going to take off but it did and it's slam is just one of those songs where you just like damn you lose your mind you know like you're just jumping around and like and, and, and video is crazy they're uh they're crowd surfing like nobody saw that in hip-hop crowd surfing in hip-hop like no one had ever had done none of that nope. stuff before before them and they just brought that rugged style but i want to talk about the production side that's why i'm passing the mic back over to boyd on this one uh so with the production style boyd what was the difference between the first album to the second album now mind you the second album was produced solely by the group themselves yeah. so they yeah. want to take yeah. more control of the creative yep. process uh, they wanted more control of how to, the vision of some of the so with with that in mind the sound, a little bit of the messaging and the sound was a little bit different the first one they was just coming out you know raw rugged yeah. the second one they're trying to take a, a different path with the production and the message so what's the contrast between the first album versus the second album and then which one do you like more oh um <clears throat> the best analogy i can give you is first album 
was just after puberty, like, whoa, I, is that a hair? Yeah, I'm a grown man. The second one, the second one was realizing, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a teenager. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a young man. You know what I'm saying? I my mortality is important to me. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's a huge difference. Their sound matured. They matured. Initially, a lot of people won't realize this, but uh, Fredro, uh, initially he was kind of more of a jazzy type. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. a little yeah. Kid, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sticky Fingers brought out that certain something, you know, it, he has that je ne sais quoi, you know what I'm saying? Like, like whenever you heard an EPMD album and you saw a DOS effects or Redman on it, you're like, love EPMD, but damn, Redman's about to spit. I love yeah. EPMD, but damn, DOS is about to go off, you know? That's the, the same, the same uh, thing that, that it, you know what I'm saying, that, that Sticky Fingers had. Now, the differences in the album was a lot of the production they and 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 i want to say before i before i go too deep into yeah. that that slam video was very indicative of their shows they did that oh they yeah, yeah. oh yeah water acting a fool they were slam dancing on stage on All stage of that actually yes happened. yes that was yes. not fake. taking their was, shirt off yeah yep i mean all of that i mean it's it's like it's almost like like I compare it to like the same energy when Beastie Boys came out with "Fight for Your Right um, to Party," but whereas the Beastie Boys they were there was a send up, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of right. like it was parody. Onyx was like, "This is us. Oh, this, this is for is real. Yeah, here. <laughs> like no parody. Yeah, this is for See? real. Yeah, yeah." So the differences in the albums because I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I just recently remembered. I'm like, damn, that was that album in between freaking back the fuck up and yeah. shut them down. I'm like, damn, that's right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of heads forget that. And so you have to understand, shut them down was kind of, because they've got eight albums. They've got yeah. eight albums that's as fact. of right that's now. Fact. True. <clears throat> and uh, one of the things that really got me was the quality of production because a lot of times, you know, some people have a sophomore slump or anything. They didn't sell as many units, but I think, People just kind of, they just kind of rolled with them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shut them down and ended up doing half a million in sales, yeah. which which was nothing to sneeze at. They had uh, DMX on that. On DMX that on there, yeah. Yeah, that was 98. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it sure was. And uh, another thing is, this was maybe 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more. But for all you hip-hop heads out there, check out Sticky Fingers, um... Google Sticky Fingers and A Day in the Life because he did a whole hip hopper. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, yep. You know, before Hamilton. Trust yep. me. Yep. Uh, it, 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 just go check it out. The whole thing is nasty. Uh, he's got Omar Epps in it. He's got um, your boy, um, ah, Eight Mile. Eight Mile. What's your boy's name? Um, Oh, you're talking about, uh, uh, man, uh, you got me on the spot. I'm on catching camera a train too. crab, son. Uh, ah, fudge, but he played future. One. Yeah, I know I, you're talking know, about, I'm, though. I'm, look, I need to have my card revoked anyway. <laughs> no, but, you're uh, good, yeah. man. It was, you're good. it was an all-star cast. It was an all-star cast. You'll see some familiar faces, some faces. You'll be like, oh, my God, is that dude from The Wire? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> but uh, you have to understand, 
that Onyx wanted to, they, they did want to move in a different direction. There was a lot that was going on at the time. Yeah. They swear, heck, at, at one point, they even released a record on Koch. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. I liked, I think I liked the second album more, although it's still a little fuzzy. And, and I, I do remember a lot of those tracks, but like you said, I, I remember the one that, that was played on 8 Mile because initially i remember i played that one back to back i mean seriously <laughs> dudes for real oh and, yeah um, yeah it was it was it was really beat my my three favorite onyx songs what was it was that one the judgment night joint and um and i shut them down i did like slam because slam just even if you're not in the mood for it that that just do, 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 yeah you know what I'm saying? that baseline yeah it was that was a quintessential 90s song you yeah. know what I'm saying? With the sleigh bells in the background, and then it just drops out. Slam! You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Make noise, be boys. Let the boys be boys. And and people just, yeah. When your boy got in there, I'm a B-boy standing in my big boy stance. Hurry up and give me the microphone before I'm oh, busting my I'm pants. pants. <laughs> but you have to understand, they were so underrated. The mad author of anguish, my language polluted. Onyx is heavyweight. It's still undisputed. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, they were they were more lyrical than people give them credit for. I I agree. I agree with that. Uh, especially yes, with the were. the first verse in uh, the last days uh, when Sticky Fingers yes. starts the joint out like, yeah. um, "I'm America's nightmare. A young black just don't. I was want to get high. Get you know what I mean? Like just the the, yeah. the cadence and the the vocabulary." They're underrated, really? I would say, but somehow hip hop just—I want—I don't—I want, don't want to say they're overlooked, but they just weren't given enough credit. I think I—I I really do think they just—they don't—they weren't given enough credit. But we're talking about them now, which leads me to my last question. I'll pass it over to back to Boyd on this one. And Boyd, for this generation of hip hop, what would you want them to know about Onyx? I would want them to know that Onyx is the antithesis of what they've grown accustomed to. And when I say grown accustomed to, I don't want anybody to get upset or offended, but you have to understand when I hear what passes for rap now, it's so repetitive. This guy sounds like, acts like, looks like, you know, yeah. it's it's slow. It's, it's exponentially too much treble, you know, too much symbol, you know, and Onyx, when they came out, it was like, it, it was, it was a great, it was therapy. That was, you know what? That's the definition of turbulent poetry. That's yeah. what I think rap is supposed to be. Yeah. Nowadays, it's a mix. It's somebody said something just recently to me. I, I think they heard something on the net. It was like, I grew up listening to Dr. Dre, DMX and, and all these other rappers and, and NWA. These were the guys that were dealing drugs. You guys are listening to the dudes that are taking drugs. We're not the same. And I laugh <laughs> yeah. because well, dealing drugs isn't is it, it's pretty good analogy though. I, 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 I like that. Analogy. Pretty good analogy yeah. though. I, I ain't gonna front. <laughs> pretty good analogy, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that's that that's 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 pretty that's pretty much spot on, man. I, I won't even front on it. it. No one ever laid it out for me like that so you know yeah they yeah. are literally the antithesis of what they're about and i would encourage anybody that's seriously open-minded listen to onyx listen to onyx and not just the first three albums they've got some bangers on a couple of the other albums i can't yeah. remember some of the names you know what i'm saying because i've been guilty of kind of you know like lapsing or whatever but i'm you know after this 
I'm going to download some old Onyx for real. Seriously. What's up? I already What's have up? the Judgment soundtrack on, on repeat. It's, it's on my my uh, <laughs> it's on my workout list. So yeah, that's what it is. I got the first two albums, the whole albums on my oh, yeah. phone. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. and, yeah, and, we won't even and, and look, I, I know this an Onyx joint and everything, but uh if you do check out the Judgment Night soundtrack, Faith No More Booya Tribe got a banger, but I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay, that's nice, up. nice plug in though. Nice plug. Nice plug. Nice plug. Um but what I will say, what we didn't get into, and I know we're getting cut, getting short on time, is you know Onyx moving forward. You know Frito Star did movies. You know Sticky Finger did movies. Yes, like yes. like you mentioned, hip hop era. So they even expanded yeah. their career, even going into the, the late nineties, two thousands. And this they, is this is great. It's a great. It's a great story, man. Like how they were, where they came from to where they were, and taking hip hop with them, and never ever um you know giving up them their their identity you know what i mean like yep. they would stay true they stay yep. rugged Sticky they stay raw played yeah Sticky yeah fingers played uh, i can't remember the uh the network but sticky fingers uh was cast as blade I yeah that's right that's right like one season but still yep that's right on on tv show that's right that's right yep. all right queen you get the last question before we wrap things up what oh. would you want the generation now to know about onyx like we are all decked out this is the first time that we've done the show like this where we are decked out representing onyx you know and hopefully that if they if the sticky fingers or frito star any of the the members see this like we are huge fans of onyx so we are giving you guys uh promise the credit you guys deserve for pushing the culture culture for changing the culture uh but i'll let the queen get the last word on this what would you want the generation now to know about onyx and their legacy for me you know having older kids you know you 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 really do i like how uh how Boyd utilized that great analogy. So having older sons and listening to the music today, I take myself and I listen to Onyx and I've rewinded myself back to who I was potentially at one time, yeah. who I was the slam girl. I was, I was that mean mugging. I was that grimy. I was, it is what it is. The queen was grimy and I was mean mugging hard at the paint. And if you don't believe me, trust me, I'm going to pull out a picture and I'm going to show it to my husband this weekend because I'm so amped to show him that, look, the queen wasn't always so nice in the queen. But Onyx, I'm a huge fan, not just because I'm from New York, but I'm able to sit here, pay homage to you because you solidified hip hop, but you transcended it and stood humble, humble to people like myself, people who hung out with me. People, my friends, my boys, when I was young, who died next to me. Those who passed, friends of mine. You put it out there. You talked about it. You told people, you rapped about it. You kept it real, but you kept it like that and you continued and you shifted. Just like the season is, you shifted the culture. And with that, this culture today I won't take anything away from the artist today. I won't take it because as the progression boy of hip hop, <laughs> which you will have to eventually come to, it is a progression. Doesn't have to say that's what's good about the Diggy platform. You can always agree to disagree because there's no right or wrong answer in music. True. Never True. ever a right or wrong answer in music. Indeed. But with the progression of hip hop, and rap and today onyx regardless you still hear onyx in other people's song you do you yeah. do six nine you hear yeah. that is the epitome of onyx 
Yeah. The epitome of Onyx. But if you don't know who Onyx is, you would never be able to put that parallel. You'll just think, oh, that's, that's his music. No, no, my son. No, no, my daughter. No, my child. No, society. Take a step <laughs> back, take many years back, and sit down and listen. Don't just listen to the bam, bam, bam. Listen to the lyrics and listen to what they're trying to tell you. They're trying to tell you what they're going through, yo. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And on that note, Miss Queen, thank you. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Boyd. But it's time to wrap things up. And we're going to do, as we've been doing for season two, the Trayvon Martin Hooded Salute for shout outs. So shout out to Trayvon Martin. Shout out to all of our uh, individuals that lost their life due to social injustice. Uh, may your souls rest in peace. And we're going to let the Queen go first. So, Queen, who are you shouting out this week, madam? That was actually a really good question. So, you know what? I am shouting out an artist here in KC that has been talking to me for months now. He is actually doing a project for mental health on music, hip hop, R&B music. His name is Wise, And I'm actually gonna put his information in here, even though he's not, because what he's doing is not only for the culture, but he's doing it for mental health, to push mental health awareness for the struggles in COVID. So you know what, that's who I chose to shout out and that actually just came to me right now. So I'm actually shouting you out. I'm shouting you out, IMBY's Larry Guidry Jr. I'm shouting you out because what you're doing and what you're pushing and what you asked me to help you with, how can you help me? How can you get me out there and push not only my music but this project? That's what I'm doing right now. Absolutely, absolutely. I think we're going to have B-Wise on next week, I think, yes. matter of fact. So we're yes. looking forward to sitting down with B-Wise and chopping it up. So uh, thank you, Queen, for your contributions to the platform and the contributions to what we're going to be doing in the future. And I love you so much. I appreciate you, baby. I love you, too. Boy, what you got this week, man, for like, I don't know, man, what is like the 60th time, man? Like, come on, man. Like, we're going to like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a chair, man. And we're just going to have you just come on every no doubt, week. No doubt, no doubt, man. We're going to get you come hey, on hey, every week. We got some heavy hitters coming up. Here, you know what I'm saying? You know, hey, it'd be like a cross between, like, you know, a Game of Thrones joint, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours, my good sir. Who are you shouting out this week, man? This week, I'm shouting out. Uh, I don't often get a chance to talk to my people back in Detroit, but I want to give a shout out to my artist, um, Victor Green. I want to give a shout out to Joe Black. And there are quite a few others I can't quite recall. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Arthur. Um, I want to give a shout out to all those dudes because at some point in my life, they all influenced me and I just want them to continue doing what they're doing and keep their heads up, uh, in spite of circumstances. also want to give a shout out to another brother in arms, um, uh, Derek Dale, and he lives down there in Kansas city. And, you know, if I didn't always see him with a chief's hat on, I might give him a, you know, bigger shout out, but whatever, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Go Niners. Anyway. Oh, no. We can't even talk about football right now. <laughs> I know, right? Let's keep it up. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, that, that concludes my shots out, man. It's, you know, nothing major. But I just want to say, you know, God bless, God speed, you know what I'm saying, to all those who have fallen, you know what I'm saying, word life. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. And always a pleasure to have you on. And my shout-out to Short. I only got two this week. Short list. So first off, shout-out to <laughs> Kelly V. So Kelly V is... Um, she actually reached out to me 
And she was like, hey, Rob, I heard you're doing this thing and I want to be a part of it. And I was like, all right, cool. I got you. So one of the things that you all know right now, if you don't know already, uh, is we launched www.diggyA2.com. Peep us out. Check us out. You'll see here, display here uh, across the screen. Uh, go to our website. Check out our merchandise. We got some great stuff for you guys for the wintertime coming up. So check us out. Support us. Uh, support hip hop. Uh, and when she got wind of that, she was like, what can I do? How can I support? Uh, she bought a couple of things from the merchandise store today. So Kelly V, much love to you. Much love for showing us support uh, and listening in on the podcast. She's a listener, not a watcher. So thank you for that. Uh, you listening to that way. And I want to give a shout out to Nick M.F. Gibbs. That is my oh, dude. Man. All right. So check it out. Some of y'all don't know Nick Gibbs. Nick Gibbs is an up-and-coming artist here in the Kansas area. I want to say he's from... Wichita. Wichita. Three hours south of us. But this kid's incredible uh go check him out we'll put this stuff here in the descriptions as well and we got to see nick perform last week incredible show so shout out to you nick gibbs you are a great talent and we want to see you do great things and hopefully we'll have you on board with us uh moving uh moving the culture forward but that's all we got for this week next week we will have her royal highness queen latifah uh showcasing her uh her contributions to hip-hop and uh we're gonna continue to push this train rolling and thank you all to all the followers supporters and now listeners and even our listeners on iHeartRadio. i cannot believe that we are on that platform thank you jesus um god is good but uh shout out to you guys we'll see you guys next week all right shout out to hip-hop 100 hey.